0: Good evening, welcome to brand new edition of North London, is right. And in today's segment, we are going to talk about the five most shocking games of the Premier League this season. Well, when you look back to the season, I think Liverpool were the far dominant side, the far better side, and the far deserving side this season. I think it was heartbreaking to lose out on the title for them last season just by a single point, and especially when Brighton... But the ones to take the lead at the Palmer Stadium, of course, City were not going to lose against Brighton for sure. That was pretty clear. But when you look back at the season, I think they are ruthless. They are on a hunting mission. I think that is the right way to describe it because they have shown no mercy against any of the sides. They want to keep those clean sheets. They want to score those goals. They want to get on their assists. They want to improve their numbers. And you know, the best part of this is it is all happening in a healthy team spirit. They have just brought five points this season. Just five points this season. All on their away travels. So they are pretty much unbeaten at Anfield when it comes to the Premier League. I think even though they are just going to win the Premier League, no other trophy to support this season. But, let's be honest. I think if Manchester City's score would have been full and running, it would have been the best Premier League campaign, but that's not happening. It's Liverpool, they're 25 points clear, even though City have played a less game, but that's not going to make a difference. Liverpool just need six more points to win it mathematically. So even though this season has been pretty much dominated by Liverpool, but there were some big shocking moments. And the first, the fifth on the list, I have top five list, the fifth game on this list is Leicester City versus Southampton 9-0. And, you know, no one thought Leicester City would defeat Southampton 9-0 because see when you look at the fixture on that day you're like oh yeah it's going to be a comfortable win for Leicester or maximum Southampton could do is draw. You never thought Leicester City were going to go in there and score those nine goals. Nobody thought that and I I think the way it unfolded Ryan Burton getting that red card and I think there should be no complaint on that part from Southampton. Did he deserve that card or not? I think he deserved that card. The challenge was harsh and I think Leicester City showed that they are not just contenders for European sports this season. They want the Champions League. They want to be among the best because their performance against Southampton was certainly the best and I think the finest performance by Leicester in a very long time and You know, for Southampton, you look at that, it's just sad, it's very sad, especially losing at your own home ground in front of your fans, but I think if you now look at it, I think Southampton picked themselves up and after that they went on a very good run. They're out of the relegation battle, they've got a new manager, Ralph Arsene Hootl with a new contract deal. So I think he came in around last season, Rahar Farsenhoedl, former RB Leipzig manager, and I think his impact has been instant. He has been very good. And despite that heavy defeat, he got his revenge. They correctly said, revenge is sweet, vengeance is sweeter. He defeated Leicester 2-1 at the King Power Stadium. So in the end, it ended kind of sweet for the Saints, but. I think it's a landmark win for Leicester City and it will be talked and talked for generations to come, I think, because, you know, when you look at the other 9-0 win, it's Manchester United versus the Switch town. so it's Manchester United. You expect them to do those kind of things, especially when you had Andy Cole and the whole class of 92 with you. And then So that was... Yes, 9-0 is a surprise but that was a United team and this was a Leicester team and nobody expected them to win in this fashion. And fourth on my list, after some deliberation, I am going to say it's Liverpool versus Sheffield United. Now most of you think, what, Liverpool won 20 minutes to spare. I think Liverpool were there were 12 and I think they had a big help from Dean Henderson. Uh, that, that was a nice game. Chris Wilder showed why they were not the relegation battle, why are not in the relegation battle, but rather in the battle for Europe because Sheffield United were the team who were most likely to go down the season but against all odds and everything, Sheffield United are in a European spot and that is the reality which is shocking because the question was, can their championship players play at the Premier League level? So, yes, Sheffield United brought in some premier league standard players in the summer window but when they saw midway through the season how good their team has been performing yes they spent in the German, january transfer window but this game i think liverpool got lucky both of the teams had chances obviously sheffield united chances most of them failed to miss the target but they tested allison to some extent and i believe to think that if Dane Henderson hadn't committed that blunder. I think it was very embarrassing for him. His manager said that he wanted to play for England. He better needs to buckle up because that is a howler of the biggest order. I think you cannot make a first mistake, I think. And if that Genie Van Alden strike had just safely gone into Dane Henderson's point hands, he safely claimed it and put know, passed it to his teammate and I think September would have been the time when Liverpool dropped their first points. I think it could have headed for a nil-nil draw because it was shocking in the way how Liverpool won this game and how Sheffield United tactically organised themselves. They were not just parking the bus style. They were going ahead. They had their share of chances they did not take them and Liverpool took their chance in the most odd way. 3rd on the list and I think it deserves the stride. So Manchester City versus Wolves. It was at the Molyneux this time 3-2 Wolves 1 and this was a very good fixture. If you see it's a very entertaining game. You had goals, you had being a player being sent off because now let's get a preview to this game is what what happened at, at Etihad before this picture was picture was played that Wolves and City were playing and you know Wolves on the counter attack got the goal by Raul Jimenez and Liv- and now Liverpool were running ahead and ahead and Manchester City need to keep the pace up because they lost to Tottenham, they drew with Tottenham and they lost to Norwich, so the points were piling up on them and they were trying to at least get something out of this game, then another counter attack, another goal. So, they were, so Wolves ended up winning 2-0 and so when the reverse fixture came in, in the 12th minutes, Edison was sent off that forced Claudio bravo, to go on. Despite that, it was Manchester City who took the lead 2-0, courtesy to Raheem Stalling, But uh, Wolves pulled one back around the 55th minute, and in the last seven eight minutes, Admiral Trioric inspired a famous comeback, and they did the double over City. And I think it's not a common feat to achieve, especially ever since Guardiola' team doing double over Manchester City. I think it's rare and I think it's a big achievement I think and Wolves should deserve all the credit. They came in last season play with the big boys, troubles the big boys and now they're again with the big boys and I think even though they had a Europa League qualifying matches I think they handled out pretty well though they had a bit of a bumpy start but they managed it pretty well and you know they're progressively getting better and better every match they play and if this is the way they play and they develop and they have good transfer markets I think Nuno Spiro Santo is creating a possible title challenging team in another 3-4 years I think the way Wolves are playing and I think another 3-4 years that you could see them challenging for the title titles the right transfers and they keep to manage to get their all-star players with them and on long contracts. I think it's a good investment Wolves have made. Second on the list, Watford versus Liverpool. This was the last fixture of the match day and you know, every games had happened and everyone was like, Oh, Liverpool at Vicarage Road. In Dale, Liverpool will win, there's no doubt. What's going to happen and what happened was Nigel Pearson. Hello, Nigel Pearson. I think he should be declared as the bottom to surviving manager because he did it with Leicester and he's did it with Watford as well because you see Watford spent the most of the season in the wrong half of the table despite their uh, Highest ever finished last season. They were expected to be in contention for top 10. But you know, after three, four match days, you knew where the SWAT for side was going. And the uh, Xavier Gracia sacked after the fourth match day. Then another manager comes in, it still doesn't start clicking the way they wanted to have. And then Nigel Pearson, this man is making statement wins left, right and centre, winning against Manchester United, now putting a big blow in Liverpool's invincibility. I think when Firmino, Salah, Mane, Adam Lalana Minimino I think when these Divock, Rigi, when these six players on the pitch and you cannot score one goal, I think it just shows how Watford were tactically organized, how they had prepared everything. It was like perfection to detail because one mistake you make in the Liverpool in front of Liverpool, they are going to make you pay. And they're ruthless when they come to making you pay. So I think uh, their center backs are phenomenal and Sar. I think when he scored those two goals and assisted one, they he possibly have. Made in you know a statue in front of the Emirates Stadium because he helped Arsenal keep their invincibility alive. Arsenal are still the only team to be invincible in a Premier League season and surprisingly the only invincible team of 2020. So I think that was a very good game. No one thought Liverpool would lose this game. And Liverpool tried everything, everything Robertson. Trent Alexander all, all everyone gave their everything, but that goal looked like it was not going to come today. It was hiding somewhere for them. And I think sorry, Watford paid 30 million for them and he repaid that investment hugely, hugely by the not only in that Liverpool lost it, put Watford out of the relegation zone. A big boost for them, first time out of the relegation zone this season. And the way he's playing and if he shows glimpse of them now and then I think what Watford now we should see how far they can go this season because a top 10 finish might be unrealistic for season but can they get into 10th, 12th, 11th, 13th that might be more of a dream because they have been a renaissance under Nigel Pearson. And the most shocking game of the season, I don't think anyone would argue with this one, Norwich versus Manchester City at Carrow Road. The winners of the championship against the winners of England. It was one hell of a game. Norwich City took the lead, Kenny McLean, then Todd Cantwell scored. Norwich City are 2-0 up against the reigning champions, against the two-time defending champions, against the first team who did a domestic treble in English top flight history. Staggering. Just staggering. That is statement. I think it's more than a statement. It's an announcement that, you know what? You just not come enough to bottle up. We are not the bottlers. Aguero pulled one back for City but then Timo Poki. it had to be him on that day. It had to be him. He scored. The score was 3-1 in favour of Norwich City. I don't think no one would have put the bet in even of their wildest dreams. Rodri pulled one back for his debut goal but it was a mere consolation. And I think Canaries did the unthinkable and if anyone would have said at the start of the season when they saw this picture, you know what, Manchester City are going to lose against Norwich City. I think that person would be trolled for that statement And uh, and you look at that, it was the only statement thing in Norwich season because now they are at the bottom. Their eight points of safety and their survival prospects. I think they won against Bournemouth to get them three points, so they're still kind of in the race, but I think it would be a matter of few more match days before I think they get relegated. I think they will get relegated. I think Aston Villa are going to get relegated and this is a big and a surprise name that I'm going to drop off. But I think West Ham United are going back to the Championship, and it's going to be third time Mark Noble is going to get relegated with West Ham United. Big statement in the last, but that is my possible teams who will get relegated: Aston Villa, North City, West Ham United. Thank you for watching. Do tell me who was. Three teams you will think will drop from the Premier League season. Thank you and stay safe.